0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's up to 2-2 two, two and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil. La Gazette. Ozil! Go! Could have
2: run left, but have run right. Could have won, wrong. Right it went wrong, but have run right. I said it was Ian, but right have went wrong. Right.
3: Could have had that fight,
2: but I'm,
1: I'm gonna no
2: Hello, welcome to another Touchy Dunas podcast. It's your boy Dan Cooks. on hosting you today. Joined by three good lads. Um Lewis, how you doing?
3: I'm good, mate. It's good to be in the the guest seat, you know? Oh
2: yeah, yeah, nice one, nice one. Shabs, how you doing?
1: I'm all right, man, but I want to dunk on a couple i today. You know? I'm not I'm on I'm on smoke since listening to the main pod, I'll be honest with you,
2: man. Oh yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of slander on T G names still um on that main pod, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. And Sean, how you doing? Yeah, all, all good, brother, man, all good. Yeah, big up um all of you listeners for tuning in. You know, we we really feel the love. Um obviously it's off the back of a a bit of a peak result um away to Anfield losing 4-0, but we're gonna get into the, the nitty-gritty of that match um in this in this pod. Um just a little bit of housekeeping, make sure you follow uh, touchline fracas, um Touchy gooners on all the socials. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you drop a like, drop a comment on the video um and, and show us that love. But yeah, man, guys, this this was a poor, poor week um from an Arsenal perspective, I think. Um, you know, we were the evening game, 5.30 kickoff at Anfield, under the lights. Um it's probably the worst time I think you can potentially go to play at Anfield, maybe Sunday, 4 pm as well. Um after all the Scousers have had a chance to get get their pints in you know from start start drinking at 12, 12 p.m um and they they're, they're nice and steaming uh, as they come into that ground and uh we we basically felt the full the full force of that anfield crowd that anfield uh team performance as well with the 4-0 drubbing um you know let's start let's start with uh, the lineup um cuz lewis i think you were against the the the, the crowd i guess with the, there was a couple of decisions that could have been made um one of them was at left back and I think you know a lot of us said I was one of them that said you know Tavares deserved to keep his place um and you said we should go with Tierney um so how do you feel you know um after seeing how that match went (laughs) (laughs) about about the decision to go with Tavares uh, at left back
3: To, to be honest I don't I don't think that's like it was never a, oh, we have to go with Tierney kind of um, opinion from me. I just think when you go to Anfield, I think you need to play your best defenders. And Tierney is comfortably probably our second best defender. Is that fair to say? Maybe second or third? Maybe maybe now Tommy Asu's here. Maybe our third best defender. So and whenever he has played against Liverpool before, he's done really well. You know, he's, he's played against Salah five or six times now. Um, and done a pretty good job against Salah. We're still uncertain about Tavares. I think Tavares, you know, sh- um, humbled everyone a little bit with uh, his performance at Anfield, and you know now it's people won't go too overboard on him. He, he, you know, he gave us a good few performances, which was which was nice, and you know he was on good form, and, and no doubt he was playing better than Tierney. But this is what happens when you have little bouts of good form. You know, you have two or three good games, and people all of a sudden. I'm not, and I'm not saying you guys, but people start talking mad, like, "Wow, Tavares gives us this when Tierney is, you know, he can't do this and he can't do that," and it's just, it's just nonsense, really, because we have such a, um, a a big sample size of what Tierney brings to the team. And yes, don't get me wrong, he's not had the best start to the season, um, but. We know what Tierney is. We know what he's gonna give you. We know what his his bottom line is, right? We know what um uh you know his poor performance. We know what a poor performance from Tierney looks like. We don't know what a poor performance from Tavares looks like. Well we we do now. We do now, but it's come it came in a game that you know was really expensive to us. And um, I don't think Arteta was wrong for starting Tavares. I believe in meritocracy and um I think. You know, Tavares did enough to start. But me personally, I just, you know, I would have taken the tougher decision to be like, you know, if it if, if Tierney was fit as well, I don't I don't know the situation, right? You just have to assume that both players were fit. I would have gone Tierney just to be a bit more solid. It probably doesn't change anything on the day. Uh, we probably still lose comfortably. Um, but maybe, maybe at least two of the goals don't happen if Tierney's on the pitch. Um, if is that fair to say? So um I don't want to be too down on Tavares, you know. Listen, those Anfield lights, plenty of men have uh, have have shrunk in those lights, including many, many Arsenal players in previous years who have done the same thing. And he's still a young lad. He's clearly got some good raw attributes. Um, you know, he's clearly a a a decent attacking weapon, but yeah, man, um I wouldn't be playing him in any big games. Uh, by choice at soon, that is anyway.
2: Yes, yeah, so it's an interesting one, because to be fair, um, I thought Tavares was quite good defensively. Um, you know, I don't think he got had up, you know, twisted up or anything like that. I don't think he got found like out of position or anything um, crazy, because, you know, you've seen Salah cook some left-backs um, this season. Salah was very good. Um, on in that game, but it's probably his on the ball qualities. Um, Tavares is what let him down um, on the, on the day. I think you know, obviously that loose pass straight to to Jota. Um, that uh, that you know, he obviously rounded the keeper and Ben White and then slotted. Um, but but on the ball, I thought Tavares uh, off the ball. Sorry, I thought Tavares was fine. Um, he got up and down a, a decent amount. Um, not really so much getting up because we didn't really get out, but you know, I did I didn't think um, you know, it was it was too bad a showing, but obviously the the obvious um the obvious mistakes. Um Shown, Shabs, um I'll let you guys uh, get in the conversation um here on, on Nuno. So what, what do you make of what do you make of him? And then I guess for Newcastle, is it time that Tierney comes back in or would you give Tobias an opportunity to sort of make amends? <laughs>
1: sean uh, do you mind if I just 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 chime in yeah, I, yeah, think, um, I think what lewis has said is fair to be fair um I don't disagree a great deal with what lewis said i was someone who was calling for um Tavares to start I think on the basis of form there was a good argument for him to 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 start that game um I still think
3: Chabs are gone on mute.
1: Can you know what I mean? yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I still think the things that um, I like about Tavares apply, but it was an acid test for him. Definitely. It was, um, you know, an opportunity for us to learn a bit more about him. I think it was quite purposeful that Liverpool really packed their midfield and pressed, um, you know, the centre of the park and allowed our fullbacks to have. Um, The ball, I think Tavares probably had more touches of the ball than any other Arsenal player. I think that was very intentional. And yeah, like he made some mistakes. We've seen it. I think a part of my reasons um, for kind of, for kind of, I think I've told the line on him and I think I understand why. I never want to get too carried away with like, um, uh, with encouraging performances, bearing in mind how early he is into his Arsenal career. But um, yeah, like I think we've seen this it's good for us to kind of recognise and acknowledge like this, like what kind of level he is at. I think the tougher tests really are indication of how a player can cope in these situations and what kind of level the players at. at. Um, I don't think that Tierney in that team necessarily get, uh, does much different. I think the reality is that Liverpool were just far superior to us on the, on, on the day, but I think it is a bit of an issue that he was directly responsible for, for, for at least one of the calls. Yeah, was, <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> Dan was just there, like watching his phone ring, like
1: oh. I Oh well, yeah, My no. He was directly sorry. Sorry, you
3: got a phone on your watch, Dan. Sorry.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no. He was directly responsible for at least one of the goals, um, probably two, if we're being fair. So yeah, man. Like I don't, I don't, I, I definitely want to see more from him. But I think it was good to kind of see what he uh, has done, what some of his limitations are as well. I think it gives us a bit more balance in terms of the overall Tavares um, argument. And yeah, I think it's a good opportunity to take him out of the firing line for Newcastle and um bring Tierney back in, provided that is fully fit.
2: Yeah, fair play, man, fair play. And Sean, anything you wanna you wanna
0: add? Yeah, I don't I don't really disagree too much with what the lads have said. I would have gone with Tierney, but I wasn't upset that Tavares started in it. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, meritocracy on merit, he was perfectly in line to start. Um I mean I guess what you saw here was Um, really is an experience that showed a lot of the time as well. And, you know, just generally this was a game where pretty much (laughs) you, you saw the level, obviously Liverpool are far superior to us. You saw the fact that the team is really really young the team is very inexperienced And, you know the guys that are senior didn't, didn't really step up in in itself as well so i'm not really upset at Tavares. it's weird me even saying that in a game in which we lost four nil i don't really blame the defense mas- much which is uh, as crazy as that sounds you know more of the issues with the midfield and the attack but um but yeah, I mean, um, he was brought in his back up, Tierney's fit again now. So for me, Tierney comes back in for Newcastle. Nothing against Tavares, so you'll we'll have, we'll have his chances again as the season goes on. But, um, but yeah, Tierney's fit, Tierney comes back in um, on Saturday.
2: Yeah, fair play, man. Fair play. I think, um, yeah, it's definitely one to watch, um, you hope. Because, you know, from some of the the discussions that we saw, Tavares' interviews and stuff like that, it seems like he's got, you know, a big personality, you know I'm saying? I don't understand why people are surprised that Arsenal are winning. We've got good players. We're going to win games, etc. cetera. He's talking with a lot of confidence, a lot of belief um, in his own ability. So, you know, hopefully he does bounce back um, from, from a couple of errors. Because as I said, I think overall, it's not the worst um, left-back performance I've seen. It's not like, you know, Danny Rose versus Saka the other day or Danny Rose versus Salah earlier in the season where, you know, the guy, he's looking, he's looking unfit, he's looking out of shape. It's 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 a couple of loose, but obviously very costly, um, costly mistakes um, for him. So, Sean, there's a couple of things that you touched on there. Um, So I'll come back to you um, straight away. Just I guess because before this game, we obviously were talking about it as a bit of a free hit. We're talking about it as you know um, the acid test, as you put it, as well, right? Where you know we're gonna really see what this team is about, you know, 10 match, uh, 10 match on beat and run, um, beating the likes of, you know, AFC Wimbledon and, and your leads and Spurs and Leicester's and, and Norwich Burnley's of this world. Right. So not exactly, you know, the, the top of the, top of the, top, top of the pops. Yeah. In terms of opposition um, and going away to Anfield evening kickoff is probably as hard a game as you can play in world football at the moment. Um, you know so how how do you feel you know the overall performance can be assessed you know is this something that we can we can look at and you know put put, put down a yardstick um and say you know we're just not good enough this wasn't good enough x wasn't good enough y wasn't good enough um or do you think we just it's one that we put behind us um and we don't really try and analyze this one too much
0: uh, I think it's a mix of both, um, as you've alluded to. I think, you know, you uh, you know, games like this really show that obviously we have the youngest team in the league. We've still got a lot of growth to go. Um, you know, you, you remember a lot of these guys have only played like 10 games together. So whereas you're comparing it to a Liverpool side who have been underclocked for six years, they reached the pinnacle of their powers. You've got uh, the guys like Salah, Mane, Van Dijk, they're 29 net, they're, you know, they're, they're literally right right in their prime. Do you know what I mean? They've been playing together every three days for the last four or five years. So um that team can't get any better do you know i mean that's that is like you said it's the team at the pinnacle of their powers probably one of the top three teams in world football right now so um better teams have gone there and got slapped so it's not really my issue i I didn't um you know have an issue losing i think one of my things i said before is that i wanted to see us be competitive and i think for the first 45 I actually didn't really have much of an issue with the game plan i thought you know the setup we were compact we looked you know um we were, you know, there were, there were some decent passages of play from us. Obviously, Liverpool was still the better team. They were still the team in the ascendancy. As you'd expect, you're going to go to Anfield and you're going to have to defend for, for large periods because, you know, they put you under swaths of pressure. Um, Liverpool, they're really a team that compact the middle. Um, so they really pack it out and, you know, they force you to go wide, you know, and then um, the pressing triggers hit. Um, so they force you to go long um, and you have to be really, really try and brave to play out, Um and unfortunately, I don't think we saw enough bravery from, um, especially our midfielders in this game. I, I thought they were a bit slack. I thought Lokonga was better than Party in the first half, but he was Lokonga was all over the gaff in the second half, and Party was Party didn't show for it at all. Um, it was a real, real shame. I think it was really, really poor performance from him, especially as one of the older statesmen. So for me, the midfield in the attack, um, and you know, we've spoken previously about. Um, The fact that I think I'd I'd like to change, we'd like to change up the attack now Um, as much as, you know, Arteta frustrates and um, I'm sure we we might get onto it, have proper conversations about, you know, the way we set up to attack because we're not creating enough threatening situations. Um, I think that's partly down to maybe managerial approach, but also, you know, it's down to the fact that just generally we don't have guys who um, create separation. You know, if you're talking about you're going to be under pressure for large parts of the game, you need to have that big transition for it. You know, if you had had someone like a saint Maximan in that team, um, he's a sort of guy who can take the ball 40, 50 yards up the pitch. Um, and and you really need that uh, against against a team like Liverpool, do you know what I mean? So they're, they're going to, if you looked at how Liverpool were undone against the likes of Leicester and Brighton, you know, they had guys like Basuma was carrying the ball 40, 50 yards up the pitch when they were in transition. Jarrod and Antonio was really stressing that back line and unfortunately obviously we've got Oba and Lacar um they don't put enough pressure on on center backs like that do you know what I mean they can't create separation they're not enough of a physical threat um and they don't have you know the 1v1 tools to get away from them as well so our attack is quite blunted at the moment because those guys are relying on service and that's fair enough because strikers are reliant on service but I think we need more all-round threats um going forward and obviously. I think this is gonna continue to be a theme until Arteta sort of gets his guys. And that's not to absolve him of any blame because I still think there's more he can do to get us going. You know, we've all seen some of the underlying metrics and, you know, obviously they need to be interpreted, right? Because, you know, stats without context are, you know, futile, but um, but yeah, I I think 50-50. So I'm not upset that we lost. I expected us to lose. Um, I was a bit upset with the way it transpired in the second half. you know, the game got stretched and I just think we just made, I feel like, you know, the errors are the errors are sloppy, but I think the errors are also a case of mental tiredness, you know, going to Anfield and defending for so long is hard, you know what I mean? And mental fatigue starts to kick in and stuff you wouldn't normally do, you know, uncharacteristic, just silly giveaways. You just start doing because you feel the pressure of, you know, just relentless, relentless pressure. And, you know, I think one of the, my, my overarching point is that once you have a team that can't get out, and, you know, um, that don't have that transition threat, the ball's going to keep coming back at you like it did on Saturday against Liverpool. So um, really and truthfully, we really, really need to make sure that our next two sign-ins are a well-rounded striker who can bring people into play, who can run channels, who's a physical threat against defenders, but also a 1v1 threat Um you know, who can take his man on, you know, who can push defenders back because that allows yourself to sustain pressure. Once you've got guys like that who can take guys on, the opposition then have something to think about. Maybe they stop pressing you because they're worried about what happens once you break those um, defensive lines as well. So yeah, a bit of both. Um, some players didn't perform in the day. Some players were, you know, that they're not good enough or some players are still, they're still trying to reach that level because at the end of the day, they're all under 23s. Um, so yeah, man. 50 on, on on both, and but hopefully, hopefully it's a game we can compartmentalize. You know, if um, for example, if we've lost to Liverpool, but if you now go on like another eight-game unbeaten run, nobody's going to really care about that Liverpool game because um, you'll still be in and around the top four. So, so yeah, so I think in a case of the reaction. We'll see how we fare against Newcastle and in the games to come. So yeah, I think, I think
3: in this league you've got three teams who are so. Clear of everyone else, right? You know, you just look at the the league table, and you know we're one of sixteen teams who have a neg- no, fifteen teams, one of fifteen teams who have a negative goal difference in this league. I think other than Chelsea, Liverpool, and City, only West Ham and West Palace Ham. actually have yeah. a positive goal difference. Yeah, right, you right, know? That's and that's I mad. think that just goes to show that you've got you know three teams who just batter. Everyone else, you know, absolutely. Yeah, you get the odd result where obviously West Ham beat Liverpool the week before. And but I think we saw Brighton get a point at Anfield. But they're, they're very rare results. Chelsea aren't dropping points. We, we got slapped by them. City aren't really dropping points, except for the odd exception. These are not teams that, you know, you're, they're not <laughs> they're not going to they're not going to falter against us. We're not we're nowhere near as good as them. And it's hard to. I agreed with everything Sean. Sean, is, uh, Sean, I'm calling him Sean now. I agreed with everything Sean is saying um, with our, in regards to our attack. We, you know, is it it, it, in a game like that, you do need um, you do need more offensive weapons, and you need like those individual offensive weapons, and we don't have any really. No matter no matter how much we think Saka is, you know how good we think Saka is, or you know how good we think Emil Smith Rowe is. They aren't individualistic talents who can, you know, get you out of situations like we were at Anfield. Now I don't expect them to be. You know, they you, you, they're not that caliber of player. So um, yeah, unless unless you've got talents like that on the pitch, you're going to find it difficult. Um,
1: I, d- I dis I disagree with that a little bit, and the, the, only slightly. And the reason being is that. Um, well, there's different reasons. I don't think Brighton have got talents like that, and I, I and I think Brighton were able to get a result. Isn't it
3: safe? Isn't it? Isn't it an argument just to say that's a bit of a an outlier that game?
1: No, because I think many teams. Because I've seen have Brighton watched...
3: get slapped by Liverpool before. So. Yeah,
1: no, they have absolutely. But if we're talking about this season, Brentford done it. Um West Ham have done it. I don't think West Ham have got um you know um supreme 1v1 players. Okay, uh, you know, Ben Ben, ben Rahm is Ben Ramas good, Ben Rahm is decent. Um are we saying Ben Ramas is better than Saka? I don't know. Um are we saying Ben Rahm is better than Smith Row? I don't know, Lanzini, the likes. I think I think it's only... different though at Anfield though, right?
3: Like how many games are Liverpool gonna lose at home this I
1: suppose season? all I'm saying that I think there's different ways to skin a cat. Um, so I, 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 I hear your point broadly, like I don't disagree um with your with your broader point. I think the other part is about Arteta not being able to extract um the max out of our attacking players. So I think a player like Saka, a player like ESR, when actually we see them being a bit more courageous, taking the game to um teams in other games, I think obviously there's that that there's been that mental um block, there's been that Yeah, there's, yeah. whoa, Lewis didn't like what I was saying at all, did he? (laughs) But yeah, I think some of it has just been about, um, I think a different coach liberates Saka in that same game. Even if the result is the same, a different coach liberates Saka and gives him the courage to take on his man and say, play like this. Take
0: on your, I, right. I I I feel that's a bit harsh if I'm to be totally honest, Shabs. You know, because I don't think because Saka's all all of Saka's best form has come under Arteta. I don't think Arteta stifled Saka in any sort of way. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, do, I, I think it's a bit harsh to say like Arteta has said to Saka like don't go and express. I, I don't think he's saying don't express yourself. Do you I don't. Know what I, mean? I don't,
1: so, Yeah, and hear me. That's not what I mean. But <laughs> I, I've team instruction in it. Team instruction <laughs> more so than. Than anything else, but no, I think that's fair as well. Maybe it is. Maybe it is harsh on Arteta. I never thought I'd see you defending Arteta, but yeah, fine. We've got yeah, to be balanced. I'm making note, note of this. I'm making like, no. no, but yeah, you got this. The, the thing is,
2: yeah, yeah, you, you have
0: to be balanced, did it? Even though no, i no, really, really? Like I, I, I don't. I, like it, it's it's very hard to say that ESR and Saka, who are thrived under Rattata, are now being stifled by the same guy. Do you know what I mean? So so you've got to look at it, at, at it from both ways. I just I, I think I tend to agree more with Lewis's point in the fact that I don't think you know we want a proper one v one demon in it. Do you know what I mean? Th- those those aren't guys to do that. Do you know what I mean? So and especially when you're under pressure at Anfield, which which is, I think is the overarching point that was made. It's perfectly fine to be under pressure at Anfield. Do you know what I mean? Every, every, better teams than us are, are stressed at anfield you know what i mean so um that's fine it's just that you know that transition threat so and i think you know it's it's a conversation we've already had this season and it's probably something we're going to continue to have until we have newer profiles in attack um mm. so yeah
2: so yeah Sorry, yeah Dan. i think yeah i think i think it's an interesting conversation to have right because obviously people talk about lacking profiles etc um and needing certain players in attack needing certain players in midfield um, I also, like before the game in our preview, um, I said that this game would be a test of the players, like personalities, a test of their mentalities. Right. Um, and I think that was evident again in sort of how we started that second half. Um, I think first half we did OK. Um, first 30 minutes, you know, I thought we were in the game. Um, we we I don't think Liverpool created um too, too much before that that little spat on the sideline. Um, I was watching this um, on my phone and listening on the radio at the same time, um, and you know it didn't sound to me or from what I was watching that you know we were, I guess, under the cosh, um, as it were, like we like we were at the start of the the second half, and then obviously you know they get their goal from the set piece. Um, I think it's it's a quality ball, and obviously header from Mane. Um, questions over whether Ramsdale could do better from the save. Um, Absolutely I'm not, really, not. I'm not trying to get into that too much. Um, and then I, think I don't come- understand the criticisms, Dan. No, I think I think he gets a hand to it. So you know, anything a keeper gets a hand to, um, I think you can ask a question like, could the hand be stronger? Um, could he could he flick it over? I'm not really trying to get into that right now, uh, but we can talk about that um, a bit later, but then, and then obviously I think there's question marks over Gabriel, um, you know, losing money uh, to head it in as well. And then, and in sort of the five minutes before that goal goes in, I think Ramsdale was really keeping us in the game. Um, so from like 35 to 45 minutes, I thought, yeah, Liverpool up the tempo and we couldn't really cope. And this, and the reason why I know people saying this game is a free hit, and it's a test and, and and I think I don't really want to take too much away from you know the scoreline and saying you know we're crap this that and the other but I think this game really highlighted an ongoing issue for us when it comes to game management and being able to I guess turn the tide of a game when um things aren't going our way um because I think under Wenger and even under Emery a little bit you know we needed a goal and you could sense you know that the team could up the tempo and, you know, then they would really come come forward. Like, remember the game, you know, there's multiple games, right? But one that obviously sticks in recent memory, 2-0 uh, down at the Emirates. And then uh, this was like uh, December, um, Wenger's last season, 2-0 down at Emirates. And um, we scored a long-ranger from Xhaka, another, another goal goes in. And then all of a sudden, Lacazette to Ozil, Arsenal walking in the winter wonderland kind of thing the game's turned on its head inside 6 minutes yeah because we had a way of attacking that you know you could really pam teams right and really put them under pressure uh, and and turn the whole tide of a game in 10 minute 10 15 minute spell and you can go and you can do that and i find under our teta, when the game goes against us another team goes back into the ascendancy it's impossible for us no matter who we're playing, whether it be Crystal Palace, whether it be Burnley, whether it be West Ham, whether it be a big team, as soon as the game goes against us, we struggle to then turn the tide and get back on top. So we start games quite well. And then after that start is gone, I, I struggle to think of a game in the past year where, you know, we have a second spell of playing well, you know. Um, and I think that was and, and then basically at Liverpool as soon as they came out for the second half, for me, heads were gone. You know, look, they talked about the Liverpool press, Liverpool setting traps and whatnot. But I just think that the passing that we were seeing, it was just poor, you know, like Lokonga, when he gave the ball away three times, I think in the space of, you know, two, three minutes, I don't even think he was, he was under, you know, intense pressure. You know, there was, there were, there were, I think some easy passes that he could have been made. He made the wrong decision. It was too loose and his head was scrambled, you know, um, Tavares, again, you know, when he gives the ball away, we've actually played out of their press there. And, you know, all he has to do is look up, have some pass appreciation. Do you know what I mean? I think there was even in that second half, when we played out, there's a clip circulating on Twitter um, where we we actually ended up having a shot. But there's a couple passes in that run where Smith Rowe, for me, Tavares is on a run. You played it behind him. So he needs to stop, come back onto his right foot and play it back. And I just think the past appreciation, the composure, the, the personality, it goes missing at times with this team. And I don't know what the reasons are. Obviously, people talking about experience. Um, and, I, I, and, I, and I did a thread today where I said composure-related things, It does; they do improve with age because with experience, you trust yourself more, you trust your ability more, you trust your teammates more. So I do expect that to improve. But I think, personally, that's a big worry. So I don't Isn't know, it a
3: quality I mean. thing, though, Dan? isn't it a quality thing like I get it there's loads of concerns about Arteta's ability to coach and attack and you're right about all the things that you've mentioned about our inability to you know when we're down the game is done basically what how many games have we actually come back and won games from Spurs last year maybe Benfica it's a handful of games right Mm -hmm. so you're 100% right in that but is that all down to Arteta or is that how much blame do we have to put at the feet of? I'm not, I'm not our, putting on our, our, our players.
2: Teatro. I'm not putting that on Arteta. I'm not putting I, that on. Uh,
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can put like you can't put Tavares giving the ball like away on Arteta. You, know I mean? no. yeah. like, you know, I mean that's a stupid, basic error. Like players are, and you know, I don't. It's it's a tough one because I, I feel like it might be a part quality issue. I, I do feel though because I haven't seen that like. Those stupid giveaways that much this season from many of our players. So I, I, I don't know. I do feel like it was part. We just like got calmed, like man. Yeah, that, and that's why I, for me, obviously others might disagree. I don't want to over-index it too much. Like I just think they're just a lot better than us. Do you know what I mean? Like the, you, you, you faced a team that was one of the best free teams in the world, pretty much at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Who were at the yeah, peak of their and powers, they were
1: like, on they were, it as away, well. Yeah, away from home in, yeah. in all the conditions and, we suited them as well. You so.
0: aren't going to pay. Ninety percent of teams in the league aren't as good as that, bro. You're not going to face that every week. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, and obviously, I don't want to excuse it, us because mm. we've done a lo- we've done some dumb stuff as well. Like, like mm. for example, like I did the first goal. I really didn't like just because like Liverpool can pam you in a variety of different ways. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was a really soft goal to concede. Like, do you yeah, know don't I mean? make like, it easy for them. <laughs> don't make yeah. it easy for them. Like yeah. they're good enough as it is. Like, don't make it easy yeah. for them. So I thought that was quite soft. But, but yeah, generally, I, bro sometimes you're just like, and I feel like, you know, I don't feel like anyone, any opinion should be changing massively from this game. Like, if you had an opinion on a player, you shouldn't change it based on what happened at Anfield, you know what I mean? Mm. So, you should just, you know, keep, keep that same energy because like I said, I've seen, man, like I saw Tony Cruz and Modric get run over at, you know, you've seen, you know, you've seen guys get run over at Anfield, so it can happen, do you know what I mean? So, I'm not that upset about it. I, I want to see how we react from this, do you know what I mean? So I've checked our, so got go on, Jabs.
1: I'm I, I am worried about Partey though. And um, it's you can, not off. You can have that discussion. And I said this last week, it's not off the basis of this Liverpool game. But I'm mm-hmm. I, I worried about Partey because I think by now, for the money that we paid for him, um, I'm I currently, currently I'm underwhelmed on the whole as a sign-in. That's not to say that I haven't seen uh, good things from him. That's not to say that I haven't seen absolute quality. I think he's a top quality player, but I don't think the performances that we've seen from him by and large on the whole have equated to a justification of the outlay. And there is a, I suppose my, my question is the personality, his personality on the pitch I don't mean his actual, like, um, like you know, his personality, personality, but how he plays on the pitch at all times. Some moments he just looks tired. He looks jaded. I don't want to start doing this body language, doing that body language merchant and stuff. But there are certain things where, yeah, absolutely, he was targeted in that game. He has come off the back of an injury. But there is, like, what I expect from him, I suppose, differs to what I'd expect from Lokonga basically yeah and that's because of his age his experience his quality um what we paid for him yeah I, i'm i'm keeping it at 100 and so i have been disappointed i have been underwhelmed not just with that performance or with a number of performances from him this season and the number of performances last season and the thing is his availability or his lack of of availability for me is um i'm starting to wonder if it's a bit of an issue but this is definitely my- an issue
3: definitely an issue i mean i i agree with shabs like i was i was so disappointed with because i i'm a massive thomas Partey fan i've been i've backed him all the way and um there's only so much excuses you can make right because i don't think i i don't i don't know again i don't know how much i can blame it on arteta like is there something wrong with the way our midfield is set up i'm not too sure we could say we could certainly say he should be in there with someone better Right, we should certainly say he Absolutely. shouldn't be, you know, playing in midfields with Laconga or Granite Xhaka or Ainsley Maitland Niles. Like, we've done him dirty there 100%. Absolutely. We've done him dirty. Absolutely, right? fair but point. You are our leader in there, you're our leader in our midfield. Right, we pay 40 million pounds for you. You've played for Atletico Madrid, you're 27 years old, you came with a massive reputation, but we're not seeing that on the pitch. We're not seeing you carry that. You know what I mean? Like, he he hid. He hid against Liverpool. Lokonga was our best midfielder at Anfield, first half. Lokonga was our best midfielder by a big distance. And, you know, in terms um, of the
1: personality that he played with.
3: Yeah, it it was Lokonga picking up the ball, trying to do things, trying to make things happen, you know. And, you know, I haven't checked the stats, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lokonga had more touches than Partey. Maybe if he won more tackles than Partey. I haven't checked the stats. I could be horribly wrong and that could be my eyes letting me down. But my eyes told me that, you know, and that was me just looking at the personality that they were imprinting on the game. And I was so disappointed in Partey. I really was because, you know, these are the kind of games you're, you're, you're the, you're the leader in this team. You're one of three players who are over what, 24, you know, you are by Lacazette. You're the, you're the elder statesman in the team. You need to lead by example. And we see it from Lacazette, you know, listen, we all know what Lacazette is a player, but as an actual personality on the pitch, Nobody can detract away from what Lacazette gives on the pitch. He is second to none more time. We've got, he's got so many deficiencies, but you know, when Lacazette's on his, on the pitch, he's gonna impose himself on uh, he's gonna impose his personality, he's gonna impose himself on the game, and um he's gonna try his best ultimately. Oba, there's still kind of question marks about that, right? We don't I think Oba's had a great season, he's shown great attitude, and he's been a, a good role model. But I just don't see it from Partey, and it's really, really frustrating because mm. I think if he did, he could he could take this team up a notch, and he could take himself up a notch as well, um, because mm. he's certainly got the ability. Right? This isn't ability. This isn't an
2: ability conversation. Let me let me let me let me just play devil's advocate a bit because you know I I think there's a there's a couple factors here. Obviously, you know Partey, I don't think he played played well, but then I also think that. Liverpool did a lot to stop Partey from playing playing well. Um, I feel that, you know, in that first half, they probably, you know, sort of let Lokonga let have the ball um, a lot more. They let, as Sean as said, they let Tavares have the ball. I think they let Lokonga have the ball as well, you know. And it wasn't really until Maitland-Niles came on that Partey started, you know, I guess, dropping deeper to receive. Um, so I do think there's an element of Partey you know, potentially hiding um, in this game. Um, but also, I feel like, you know, Liverpool, they really defended him well. They defended his outballs well. Um, the pass that he really only, that he had on uh, in this match was basically to Tomiyasu um, or back to Lukonga. you know, because the pass to, to Lacazette, Thiago was basically on Lacazette's neck um, this whole match. And then there was a, a little bit of an outball to Vakai Saka, but we didn't really see the ball get anywhere near Saka in that second half um, either. And I think they they sort of they locked off um Partey's exits, you know, because if you look at this game, it's not like he was, you know, sort of super loose um in possession. Um I don't think he 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 was getting you know sort of panned uh, losing losing duels. Um I just think he was he was pretty anonymous, you know, he wasn't really in this game. Um, and I think that was Liverpool's game plan. That you know, Partey is, I guess, the main um, sort of threat in that. If you're looking at front six, who's who's got all the ability on the ball, who's the one that can you know sort of pick and thread uh, a needle, and who's caused them problems in the past when he's been to Anfield is Thomas Partey. You know, so I feel like they really did a lot to to stifle us being able to play through him. And again, this is probably a question of game management, that, you know, if you're seeing this happen, what do you do to react? Um, and I don't think we did anything to react uh, to how they were stifling him, you know. Maybe you switch him and Lokonga, you say Partey, you know, you try to play on the left side and give him a test, um, you know, against Salah and Trent and see see if those guys can can do the same defensive job that Simakas and, um, you know, Thiago uh, were, were, were doing on the other side. Um, but we didn't We didn't really do that. We didn't really react. So, you know, I think all of the things that you've said is very, very valid criticism for Partey. Um, I do question his personality, um, you know, because he's never really, I don't think, been, you know, that leader, uh, you know, Atletico Madrid. You look at your Godines, you look at, you know, your, your Gabbies, you look at your Kokes, um, Sauls, and all of these guys in and around him. Um, and obviously you've got a manager like Simeone there, uh, who is... You know, as emphatic and as wild as you 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 can get on the sideline, you've not really needed Partey to step up, and he's always been playing alongside men um, whilst being you know sort of amongst the younger players there. So this is a bit of a different role from him um, in this Arsenal team. So you know, let's see how he reacts to a leadership role because I don't want to you know be too early in writing him off. Um, I think obviously it's relevant that um, he's coming back from an injury as well, and we've seen Partey, when he's not fully fit, um, he's, he's not really all there, you know, mm-hmm. so um I don't want to make excuses for him, I really don't, Um but I just think we have to apply context. Um Yeah, and, and
0: so, so just to add on that, be, before you move on as well, like, I feel like stylistically Arsenal's very, very different to Atletico Madrid as well, I think I, I agree with the point you made in terms of the fact that, I know Partey has a lot of experience, but Partey doesn't strike me as a sort of like midfield general like you know like who's going to be bellowing out orders or so but that's not to excuse him because just generally I expect his overall overall play to be better I think what's disappointed me actually that I didn't see and, and maybe it's because it was a stylistic thing at Atletico I actually don't think he's no he can run but he's not a massive athlete if that makes sense do you know what I mean and if we could probably put that into context of the fact that you know Atletico played with a very very low block so they were blocking spaces rather than he wasn't having to you know cover swaths of space that he does at Arsenal so it, it, it's a, it's a difference that st- it's a different stylistically um set up for him so I think that's probably one thing to factor in but yeah generally I, I don't disagree that he needs to up it um he needs to up his performance level generally he needs to stay fitter he needs to you know even though he might not be a leader himself he needs to stamp his authority in some sort of way on the team um so i totally agree with shabton lewis there so yeah let's 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 see how it pans out but yeah um because, mean, because 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 i think the bad thing is and this as as much as we're all down on xhaka and we're not keen on him you know xhaka doesn't hide you know and and that's probably that doesn't reflect you know arteta probably sees xhaka as his like key sort of leader in that sense Do you know what i mean so Jacko will show for the ball and try and, and try and do whatever it, progress it, even though he's obviously he's not the most agile and he's not good under pressure. So, I feel like yeah, Party's the sort of guy who needs he's not the senior partner in like you know a pivot. I feel like he's always played with someone like who's the more senior statesman in that midfield. But as is where he is now, he needs to be that guy or he needs to try and show more to be that guy. In my opinion, so yeah,
1: he needs to stop going to Kate's calf. And play with more personality, man. Like, luck, luck, luck Sundays.
2: Yeah, I dare
0: him to let me see him at Wizkid next Sunday.
2: That's his day off, man. Newcastle Saturday, early kickoff. You know, he's got the weekend to, to do his things.
1: Yeah, he can go to Wizkid, just win on the weekend. I've got no issue. <laughs> Otherwise, if I see him, he'll be doing shaku, shaku. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, man. Yeah, so. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's one to watch on part time, and um, I'll be very disappointed if you know we don't really get to see the best of him um, in an Arsenal shirt. Because it seems you know we, we spent we did spend you know a, a good amount of money. He's on a good wage. Arsenal fan, um, you know, and I feel like if if we're not you know doing some some good things, playing good football with him in the side, it would just seem like um, a little bit of a, a waste. But let's not let's not write him off just yet. Um, and we'll see what our next run of games um, can look like. I guess one of the other performances um, that I want to I want to touch on um, a little bit. Obviously, we spoke about Aubameyang, um a little bit um, in this game, um, and people saying, you know, he doesn't give us much, did not offer anything. Um, this, it's that, and the other. Um, from my perspective, right, I get. I get what people are saying. You know, um, he doesn't give us that hold-up play. He doesn't, you know, run the channels. Um, he's not really linking up too well um, with with the rest of the the team. Not not really allowing us to build off of him. Um, but I guess my criticism to that Abamian criticism is, you know, we know who Abamian is. This guy's thirty-two years old um he has never really been you know a supreme uh link man i think he did it a little bit at dortmund and from watching him at dortmund to watching him at arsenal i think his link up play has probably improved um from from when we first signed him um when under vengar you didn't really see him involved um in the build-up in the slightest um even under emery you know, you see some of those goals where um, you know we do the long passing moves. The goal against Leicester, the goal against Fulham. a not involved in any of those build buildups um, at all, um, and he's the he's more the exclamation point. And my thing is this: you know, um, do we do you think that we even do enough to get Aubameyang into scoring positions? Right, so. So, like, people say, you know, we want um, another striker to come in, a uh, big, powerful number nine focal point target man that we can bounce off, we can play off him and whatnot. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, even for all of this, um, you know, uh, jogger jogger de position or whatever it's called, yeah, positional play ball, not every um, manager that plays with this... Uh, positional play style has, you know, a big man up front. They they don't have, um, they don't have, um, you know, uh, a target man. They don't have a big uh, forward that wins headers, that wins out balls. Like you look at Man City, they play with, without a striker most of the time. Um, you look at, you know, Liverpool, Firmino, obviously he's got that technical, um, Technical ability as a number nine, you can play off him, but you know he's not out there winning long balls, winning headers. Um, you know, you look at Brighton; they they missed a striker for all the last season. You know, playing Welbeck, um, Neil Maupai, uh, and all these all, and all these guys up up top, uh, Aaron Connolly, um, and they're still able to create chances that then these strikers, you know, eventually missed. Right, um, and I, and I like that Brighton example quite a lot. Because I think Graham Potter, he he is a positional play um, manager, um, and he gets his players playing in certain zones, um, and he gets them he gets them playing well, and the, the 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 football seems a lot more fluid than what you see at Arsenal. So you know, I do think um, this Abamian criticism is, is it can be valid at times, but. I, I, I personally still don't think that we're, we're maximizing the use of of our, our resources here um and i don't think that we're co we're very well coached um in terms of creating attacking situations um i don't know i don't know how, how you guys think about that lewis lewis what do you think
3: yeah i i i do agree with you i do agree i mentioned that earlier that i think um we're definitely lacking in that area and um know teams with supposedly weaker um and inferior players manage to do a better job of it than us um it's but i just i don't know i do ju- i do think there is i think sometimes we overstate how good our players actually are and um especially in the attacking element um you know it sometimes it takes lacazette to come on the pitch for us to look like a decent attacking unit and that can't be that can't be anything good, you know. That can't <laughs> that can't be the way forward. Um, so yeah, it's there's definitely there's definitely things for Arteta to work on, and he's shown progressively in for the last two years that he isn't capable of finding solutions to these things. So that's on him ultimately.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I agree. I think the other thing about this positional play is really about um, a lot of these teams bag their goals by committee. So, you know, you see the pretty build up, you see like a highly structured um, attack almost until like the final phase where you see lots of fluid movement, well, particularly in City's case. Um, And then, you know, you see low balls, low crosses coming in for someone to nod in at the back post. you know, you see the ball being worked to the edge of the box and then being played back, um, backwards before quickly being slotted in or lofted over the top. Um, so just, just just the way that teams create chances for um, a range of different players to get into the right positions to get onto the end of it. And they really disorientate and destabilise defences with passes and movement and whatnot. Um, when I watch Arsenal and the attack, it's all still very static. Aubameyang, looks like he spends large periods of games just isolated really with no one really getting close to him um no one for him to really link up with or combine with um I just I just don't believe that we've really really um found a way to play to Aubameyang's strengths and I think it's a failing on on the part of Arsenal Football Club really more so than just Arteta but Arteta has to um um to, to shoulder a lot of this be in mind he's been in charge for um what two years now is it two years yeah yeah two years in december so um yeah like you know i think you have to look and ask serious questions and big questions there and say okay fine we understand that the profile of striker needed is something different but all right if you have uh a a more complete and accomplished centre forward who can do more of what Laka does and also score goals in the fashion that Oba does what is going to like how is the system going to be equipped to still support that that striker how are you going to have players um who can also get close enough to that striker who can combine with that striker who can link with them who can um you know it, interchange with them like interchange positions like who can like you you, you need more than just a bags man really in today's um in today's football so who who's going to do that and I just don't know I haven't seen enough from the football that we've played to feel convinced that yeah actually this this can happen so it feels like Oba will have games against teams who he will do this like against Watford like he had loads of opportunities you know um could and should have really scored goals. Um, there have been loads of games this season, actually, where actually he's had loads of opportunities and chances to go on the end of. But I think that's more about the type of opposition we've come up against rather than a shift in the way that we've attacked or or anything like that. So, yeah, it it worries me, man. It, it does worry me. I think, fine, go and spend 70 mil on Vlaovic or Ishak or whatever. But what's, what's going to be different? Like, you know, I think, and I think like the the, the bottom line as well. Not just the centre forward; we just need more goals from mm. you know from, from from all of our players. So centre forward is one thing, OBA is one thing, a new centre forward is one thing, but we need other players to be able to score goals. And I'm not sure that continuing to play this football in the way we do it at the pace we attack at, I'm not sure that we we will. I just think it's all very predictable and too easy to defend against.
2: And I think that the speed at which we play is, is too slow, you know. Absolutely. Um, just watching this, this Man City PSG game today, yeah. um, the speed with, in which these guys, you know, find each other, move the opposition around um, and then, you know, allow yourself to, to find that final pass. It's so different, you know, it's so clear. Obviously, these are the best teams in the world, but, you know, Brighton... Shift the ball quick, you know, leads shift the ball quick when they're on song. Um, you know, and these these are teams with far, far, far inferior quality. quality. Um,
1: and it's it's well, not about playing yeah. at hundred miles an hour either. It's it's that turn of pace because sometimes we see City stroke the ball around like very, very, very slow. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like we see them like you know almost move into like a walking pace and then boom, someone just springs the ball to life, someone's asleep. Boom, boom, boom. Three moves, three passes. It's in the back of the net before the defence even realised what's happened. You know, they but PSG, I don't think, have got the best defence um, in Europe, not by a long stretch, but you know, they completely destabilised them today and just, um, you know, m- made light work of it despite going to go down. So, um, yeah, and they are like, it is a long way off. We're a long way off from City. It's a big um, reach, but. You want to see some variant of that. You want to see that at some times, if not all the time. We see the consistency and the degree to which City pull it off. I don't have that expectation. What I expect is to see glimpses of that, to see elements of that more regularly than we've seen it in the two years that this guy's been mm. been head coach. And that, for me, is still a big like will remain a big criticism of us, no matter how yes we we are more defensively. Um, secure despite the drumming the other day I think we've looked better defensively Um, I think the statistics will back that up and prove that I think a bit more durable in the middle of the park but we're not creative enough and we're not clinical enough in front of goals so that to me still says like all right can this guy do it because how long do you need to be able to coach an attack even with Lesser quality. And we've had this conversation time and again about all right, him not having the players that he needs. It's not really his attack. Well, Saka is his player, really, by and large. Like he didn't he didn't he, did, he didn't bring him through, but definitely there's been a heavy endorsement of Saka. Um, you know, ESR is his player. There's been a heavy endorsement of him. Um Urdegaard, man, like I don't I don't even want to speak about god right now, you know. Um, because he's just not even featuring, which is a big disappointment. William was his player, you know, really like wasn't able to show us anything with William. Pepe is a special case, and then you know Lacazette, fine, he's having an impact, but he's not really scoring goals. Um, and I think you know Lacazette, despite not being like that elite striker, he's still good enough to have scored and contributed more goals than he has with the minutes that he's played. And the same with Aub- Aubameyang. So it's not good enough for me
2: yeah yeah man um i'm gonna have to call this episode you know monologue central you know i think we've all we've all had our our, our, our turns having having monologues you know so um i hear it man i hear it i hear it it's uh it's a difficult one but let's look ahead to newcastle you know early kickoff on the saturday um afternoon 12 30. um you'd hope Um, They offer a different sort of threat, an easier threat on paper, um, especially being at home. Um, I can't remember the last time we lost to Newcastle at home. I'm thinking maybe an Andy Carroll special way back when they first came back to the Premier League. Um, So I think our record against them is very, very good um, in the league. Um, So, you know, looking ahead to this, what, what changes would you guys make you know, um, we spoke about left back. We spoke about centre mid. We spoke about up front. Um, Sean, I'll come to you to you first. Um, what's, what's, what's your lineup for this game? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm not making too many changes, but yeah, certainly Tiny comes back in for me, um, and the other main one is that Odegaard comes back in. You know, um, I think Lack has done all right. Like he's worked hard, he's pressed hard, but the reality is. <laughs> hasn't actually done anything, do you know what I mean? He doesn't create anything. He doesn't score. He's in the team because he's been running about till it hurts. Do you know what I mean? So we actually need some quality. And, you know, I've been harsh on my man. But put it this way, I'm very harsh on Martin Odegaard because I rate Martin Odegaard, do you know what I mean? And Martin Odegaard has a lot of quality, but Martin Odegaard hasn't shown enough quality. Do you know what I mean? Saw the free kick against Burnley, cool. There was that bit of quality against Watford that got ruled out because obviously your bar slid in. So I know he can do much more. And I need him to do much more. I was at the Watford game when there was just like one little bit of quality where he must have plucked the ball out. And then he just hit one quick Diag, I think, over to like Nuno Tavares. And I was like, bro, I need you to do that, bro. This team is crying out for you. I need you to dictate. I need you to create. I need you to be doing this, bro. Do you know what I mean? So, And I know you've got the quality to do it. So, yeah, for me, like he comes back in and, I, and I'm pretty sure Newcastle will sit in and home, low block anyway. They'll try and transition through, um, through like, St. Maximan, um, Willer, and Joel Linton. So they'll have pace in transition, but this is the sort of game where, you know, we're going to have the majority of the ball and we really, really need to make it count. I need to see, I need to just see high, brother, I need us to create chances. I beg you, please, bro. So this is the sort of game I need us to create loads, high volume creates, bear shots, be slapping shots from left, right, and centre. I need a 3-0, bro. I need them, um, a free piece no sides. No, you, do you know what I mean? So I need I need Ober on the score sheet. I need Odegaard to maybe grab an assist or two. I just need that, bro. So yeah, for me, Tierney and Odegaard are the main changes. And I just need to see a good performance. Do you know what I mean? So I need to see a win. But more importantly, I need to see a good performance with that win. Do you know what I mean? So I think like if you gave a good performance with the win, like Liverpool, everyone will forget about the Liverpool result pretty much straight away. So, But if we're labouring, if we're like you know the ball's being moved about but we're not creating much the crowd are going to start to get frustrated bro do you know what i mean so i need this this is i think it was lewis who said this a few weeks back i think it's time to start raising expectations now both of the players and of the manager do you know what i mean so you've had two years you've had 250 mil i need to start seeing results i need to start seeing results and obviously it's me saying that because we're fifth in the table but like you know <laughs> but And and good, like, hopefully we can stay in and around his position and even move higher up, but I need to see performances improve, man. I do, like, I I think, you know, the mini-run we had before, there was some good stuff that I saw, but it wasn't sustained long enough, so I need to see good sustained pressure for long periods, teams pending, loads of shots, loads of, you know, passes, good combinations. Let's see it, man. We're better than Newcastle, so let's make it count, please. I need a 3-0
2: on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair play, um, Lewis. I'll come to you next. What, what What do you want to see? What do you want to see against Newcastle? Um, I just think, I
3: just think we. You, I I can't remember who it was who, who earlier spoke about like the personality of this team, the characteristics of this team, you know, and how Liverpool would be a big test. I didn't necessarily think that. Of course, Liverpool is a big test mentally, but I think the bigger test now is to how to see how those players recover from that as well. And, um, you know, they got slammed 4-0. It was embarrassing, you know, and it probably knocked the stuffing out of a lot of them as well. You know, you've been on a good run. You go there with confidence. You're thinking as a team, oh, we're pretty decent. And, you know, I'm pretty sure the players will probably think, think maybe, you know what, we gave it a good shot. And, you know, some of them might feel that. Anyway, some of them might be thinking, no, we could have done a lot better. That just depends on personalities in, in that changing room, right? So um, <clears throat> it, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. And I want to see a fast start. Like you said, no labouring, no, you know, um, 35 minutes in and we've only had two or three shots. Like it needs to be a fast start. It needs to there needs to be energy the players need to come with the noise, you know, and um, uh that's that's the only thing I want to see. In terms of personnel, Um I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it could be a game for Odegaard to come in, but at the same time, I do feel like we look like a better attacking side with Lacazette on the pitch. And I can't put my finger on exactly why. I don't I'm, I'm not too sure why. Um so I, I'm not I'm not too certain if I would um if I would take Lacazette out. I don't know if he's done if he's warranted to be dropped. I don't know if other guards done enough to be reinstated. I would bring Tierney back in. Um I, I I would potentially look at a more attacking right back as well. Um I think Tom Yasu is a decent defender um but i like i especially when you're at home against a a, 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 we, a team that is as weak as you a, a, as weak as Newcastle and a, a lot weaker than you um i think you need to go you need to have more dynamism to your attack i don't we don't really have any other right back options that's the only thing i you know i was going to say i
0: i i ain't, i ain't trying to see cedric
3: no, it wouldn't <laughs> be Cedric if I if I was going to pick someone, it'd maybe be Ainsley maitland now. But, uh, but um, I, I also think, and I think Ainsley Maitland-Niles could could do with maybe coming back into the centre midfield as well.
0: I I also think because that's Saint Maximum's side, he might opt for mm. he might that might be even more of a reason to keep Tommy Yasu there. To be fair, because yeah, of who's there. But yeah. but yeah, we'll see. Mute. yeah, yeah, I think.
2: You know, for me, um, I can't disagree with anything that you guys have said. Um, I'm looking at this Newcastle game and it's an opportunity. For me, I can't lie to you, I need a slapping. I need I need a free nil, you know. Um we've we've been quite, you know, low scoring this season. I need a slapping. I need these men to put put it together and 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 get three goals, maybe even four Um, and and really put a team to bed. Newcastle, they've not won a game all season. Let's not give them, you know, their first win of the season. You know, we sort of did very well against Eddie Houseides previously at home. Um, Bournemouth, I don't think they ever got a point from us um, at home. And so I need us to go there and and, and really deal with them. Um, Like Lewis said, um, there's been a reaction from these guys in previous matches poor performance against Crystal Palace, where I think, you know, they they acknowledged that they needed to perform better than that. The next game is Aston Villa. On the Friday, they they turned, they really turned up, you know, and, and, and gave Aston Villa Aston Villa a cooking, you know. So I, I expect another reaction. I think these guys have shown a bit of personality in that respect um, when it comes to new games. So, you know, hopefully uh, they're, they're up for it on this Saturday and we don't see uh, a, a dull game um, for me personally, I would like to see maitland and partner parte from the start. Um, that's something that I've wanted been wanting to see um since Jacob got injured. I think that they could potentially be a good fall for each other in terms of what um they're both uh, good at. Tierney, it's time to bring him back uh, back in. Um, I think he cooked him and him and Martinelli cooked um Newcastle's right back in the last season um at home. Um and, uh, and and I think Saka cooked Lazaro as well um previously when he played on the left uh, played left back. Um so I would, I would like to see Tierney come back Tierney come back in. Um and to be honest, I would quite like to see the three behind the striker be um Smithrow, garden and, and Saka. Um, looking back to last season, I think that's when uh, Odegaard's best performances came um, in that little that little run after Christmas, where um, it was him, uh, uh, him, uh, Smithrow, and, and Saka. And I think going into that, you know, um, Spurs match at home, that was the that was the front uh, front four that we were expecting to play against Spurs and do well. Um, before Obamiang obviously came late to training and got banned. So, you know, I'd like to see those three um, come back in because, you know, as we've said, we've not been creating chances. um, We've not really been, you know, cutting teams open. And it's time for Erdogan to really step up and show that he can do it. This looks like it's going to be probably a deep block game. They're going to try to hit us on the counter. And Erdogan, he's probably the one person, I would say, in the squad alongside Partey who... Can, can really thread the Iron Needle pass and break down a deep block. So, you know, that's that's my um preferred lineup. Lewis, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I would like an attacking right back. Um I just don't think our squad um is 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 really quite there yet, you know. So I think Cedric
3: um, had a decent game against Newcastle uh, last
2: year, if I remember correctly. Faf Cedric man. Faf <laughs> I'm not um, I don't want to see that, guy. I don't want to see. him. So,
1: yeah, mm. Shabs, I let you. I let you finish on this. Um, I I think that attacking right back can come in the instruction to Tomiyasu rather than the change of personnel. I do like the, I do like the Ainsley making the Naz shout though. I wouldn't be mad at Ainsley maitland the Naz shout at all. But I think, yeah, you could definitely ask one of your um, centre mids to sit. Um. You know, and give a bit more license to both Tierney and Tommy to um to to get forward a bit more, and you have your centre midfield just cover cover that space, cover the side, whoever um more advanced depending on the time. But um yeah, I'd I'd I, I think I'd make the same changes really that um I think a couple of yous have said. I know Sean definitely said it. Um, Tierney, definitely, he'd come back in for me. I think it's a good opportunity for him to come back in. I think give Tavares a rest as well um, from 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 the spotlight, not because I think he's tired, but I think you want to protect him, especially after that performance. Um, Lokonga probably would play. Um, reason be- for, for me, it's a matter of personal interest more than anything. I think the last game Lokonga played where he was um, particularly bad, he spoke on it. Um, and then I think he had his birthday um, weekend and he played I think it was against aston Villa and he actually played the uh, you know a solid performance and he played with a lot more personality and I, I saw a reaction and I thought, okay, I like this about him um he's had another bad game, compounded more so by the team performance than him, but for me it's a matter of interest and personal curiosities to see how he performs because this tells me a little bit about his personality his mentality um you know we we've we've had some big comparisons. Um, with um Lokonga or Losungu as uh, as my German brother likes to refer to him as. Um, you know, and whilst technically, yeah, it's hard to say um that we agree there and then, I think what has been spoken about is his temperament, his nature, maybe some of the mental hidden attributes that um that you know we as the normal um consumer and fan won't necessarily see, but there's been a lot spoken to about his personality and his leadership and some of those attributes. So as a matter of personal interest, I want to see how he does. And I think i will definitely start with Erdegaard in 10. Um, Lacazette's not going to be here this season. At least I don't believe that Lacazette's going to be here this season. Erdegaard needs to play back into some, some sort of good form, needs to play um, back into some sort of confidence, I don't agree with the point of just continuing to start with Lacazette and persisting with him, especially when he's not part of, of, of the long-term plan, if Odegaard um, is. I think it's a good game for Odegaard. It's a good test. Um, I think definitely, like, you know, we have reason to be concerned if he can't create a couple of chances against this Liverpool side. Um, Newcastle. Liverpool, Newcastle side. <laughs> I know Eddie Howe's in. I know they'll be different. I'm not sure if Eddie Howe will be back fit. Not fit, but, you know, he had the, the Rona, didn't he? So, um, I'm not sure if he'd be cleared. Um, But, yeah, like, you know, this is a Newcastle side who are seemingly revamped and have got a bit of energy about them, but I think that defence is terrible, I'll be honest with you, man. 27 LaSalle, goals conceded. Yeah, LaSalle's shot. one they winning comes. <laughs> um, you know, all of this, Murphy, Rich, like, mm. all of this stuff there, like, you know, I think they can definitely be gotten at. So, I want to see Erdegaard. I want to see Erdegaard really playing. Like I, I, I don't think there's a point if Erdegaard is not playing. I think it's an Cook that...
0: them, bro. You need to cook them, bro. Yeah. I need to see you. I need yeah. to see that six key passes this
1: game, bro. Yeah.
0: It, I
3: people, think it's an data, data, he needs to it, pretend they're bro. fucking Gibraltar. Gibraltar yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, he does definitely, and I, I do. I would begin to be worried if he didn't start. I would because I'd think, Nah, man. Like, what's 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 actually going on here? And, no, and, and then to see a big performance from and and, and
0: it, the thing with odegaard like I, he's got quality bro that's why you know, actually, that's, and and that's why
1: oh you' shown you see when you say quality your eyes go like
0: he's got the quality, quality bro and no because he actually does and I that's why i think and that's it. why i think that's why i think people get frustrated with him that's why yeah. more than any of the other signings bro i'm like you're actually good bro so Please, I beg you, start playing like you're good in it. Do you know? No, what I, mean? I
1: believe so, him. He's a good youth. Very, very good. He's very really good. You, you have talent. Start yeah, showing the talent, bro. But he needs oh, to yeah. show it, and that's that's. The, I agree with you completely. Like he needs to show it. So he's a. Uh, for me,
0: for, for talent to like price wise, re- he's been the most disappointing player in the whole squad this, so far yeah, this
1: season. absolutely, so, absolutely. He's when there. I was when I was talking about Partey earlier, I was saying, listen. This 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 is this is a rehear I hope it's not rehearsal for me having this conversation and and saying the same thing for Erdigaard a year from now. I hope not. But he has to come good. So for me, he has to start, he has to play, he has to perform. Like for himself, you're a professional footballer, you know, you're touted, you've come with a big reputation from a big club. It didn't work out for you. Like this this move actually for him, I think is quite pivotal in terms of it could determine and shape how the rest of his career goes. If he balls out of Arsenal, he gets another big move, definitely. You know what I mean? Like within like three years, four years, he's he, he's up there, whether it's with Arsenal or somewhere else. If he does not make it work here, I think it just drifts into like, a you know, he, he doesn't want to be Freddie Adu. Right if you, you don't make me, it
0: here, they, they're gonna they're gonna send him. What's that team in Norway? They're gonna send him back to like Valerenga, bro. Austin, so
1: Austin, he, 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 he needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the order.
0: He
2: needs to... songs in and Maldy, yeah. Ostersson, Mal- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Swedish, mate. Don't be so uncultured. God, all limped. that's where Ole was managing, isn't it? Yeah. We ended up anywhere near Ole, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that's how I think about the game. I think, yeah, I think, I think you're you're all spot on, man. I think you know if if god isn't trust, I think it's another thing. If he's not trusted to start against Newcastle at home, then you know I'm I'm slightly worried that that's the guy that we made priority number one to be our our ten this season. You know, because that's that's kind of scary because. You know, other players who we've been linked with. I think they'd be. I think they would have been playing more. You know, whether or not we're rating their performances and whatnot. You know, getting benched by Lacazette is kind of peak. um You know, and that's a that's a finished version of Lacazette, not you know the the one we were seeing. You know, 17, 18, 18, 19 season. So this guy is a shadow of of the even the Lacazette we saw at Arsenal, and he's benching you. That's yeah, it's kind of tight. So you know, I'm going to leave it there and wrap up. So it's been a tough week. Hopefully, uh, we get a good result on the weekend, um, and and we can. So we could do a patron. Back yeah we did yeah <laughs> to be honest. We, were,
3: we were all too des- demoralized to come and do a patron. Yeah. we apologize we were too cowardly to please to yeah.
2: the music <laughs> honestly it's not it's not even a, a fair weather thing we've done we've done patrons after else before but you know i think mm-hmm. the nature of this was techie man it was techie mm-hmm. everyone everyone found their, their their plans you know everyone was busy boy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully we'll be back with a with a post match reaction, um, and if if not, maybe we'll do a, a Twitter Spaces or something like that um, instead to make sure we're we're getting active with you lot. So you know, um, watch this space. But everyone that's tuned in, thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure you leave a comment, like, subscribe to the YouTube um leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts um spotify um don't think you can leave reviews on spotify can you but um make sure you 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 tune in to all of that good stuff follow us on the socials um but lewis Sharon, shabs thank you guys for joining me
1: peace out
3: could have had that fight, but I'm in mean, walk on
1: sight. Man, I have to drive that man. You're not going to spit this time. Trying to work with a oh, good energy, making a work with a bad man fight. None of these guys can't it's a like that. Oh. It's amazing. It's Aaron Ramsey. That's, man, That's the response of Arsenal. Man, cross the line. Score from my team
3: in the time I played whether I bet I know when man is inside. And Chelsea simply lost he he their focus guy. in the joy of equalising. I equalizing. thought it was Ian right. but I wasn't seeing right. Man, could have had that fight.